0: James McFadden and Roth Motorsports have been busted by the World of outlaws for tire doping, and I've got everything you need to know about it today. Let's go. It's Friday, April 28th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Unless you live under a rock, I'm sure by now you know that yesterday the Word of Outlaws levied a fairly hefty fine and suspension to James McFadden and the Roth Motorsports team after a failed tire test from Peevly. That race occurred on April 14th, Brad Sweet was the winner, and James McFadden finished second after starting 14th. The release says the normal stuff, that the tire didn't match or conform uh, to the Hoosier tire benchmarks, and an additional analysis verified the primary findings. The team has been disqualified from that event and fined eighty two hundred dollars that eighty two hundred dollars includes the six thousand dollars they received in finishing money for the night plus plus two thousand dollars for the violation and two hundred dollars for the tire test the team has also lost 500 driver and owner points and everyone has been issued a four race suspension including owner driver and crew so nobody can compete in those four races as per usual the fines and suspensions must be paid and served before a return to competition And Roth Motorsports has filed an appeal to the decision. They will be allowed to race until the process has come to a complete conclusion. So you will see the Roth 83 this weekend at Tri-City and Hobsdott. As of this moment, that's the publicly available information and the facts we have uh, at this moment. No response or release has been issued by Roth regarding the penalties. As we look into the situation, though, I did have quite a few conversations yesterday with various industry friends, and I wanted to share what else I know and kind of talk about a few things. First, right off the bat, the criticisms from people about the outlaws enforcing their rulebook are just completely laughable. This isn't 1978. It's not a free-for-all. The rules aren't applied differently for different drivers and teams, and I'm not interested in conspiracy theories. The series techs race cars just like every other series does, and some like to whine and complain that things aren't fair, but as soon as a penalty is announced, the series is ripped. Can't have it both ways. From what I've been told, the tech process this season has been stepped up, so it wouldn't have come as a surprise to the teams that samples were being taken. In the aftermath of the penalties being levied i've heard from a few different sources that the roth crew took lie detector tests and supposedly they passed those tests i know that might sound strange but there is actually a provision in the appeal process for polygraph tests specifically when it comes to tire testing the rulebook says quote the result of the polygraph tests will only be used as supporting documentation and do not alter the facts of the appeal the results are considered they will be used to assist the commission members in the deliberation of the appropriateness of the penalty so basically a past polygraph test does not negate the failed tire test and is used in conjunction with other evidence as for the tire test itself the results are supposedly fairly strong and i think the appeal could be difficult for roth to win here And remember that ignorance or accidents or anything else don't usually go over well as a defense. Teams are held responsible for their race cars and the components, even if they claim it wasn't their fault or if they didn't do anything deliberately nefarious. If they can make a compelling argument, though, along with the polygraph results, they might be able to have the penalties reduced. If you're curious about the appeal process as a whole for the World of Outlaws, it's spelled out clearly in the series rulebook over the course of like eight pages. It's pretty detailed and then includes the list of the 17 independent commission members who will hear and act on these appeals i did see comments about like oh you're just appealing to the same people who gave you the penalty and it's actually not true in any way shape or form usually a panel of three of that list of 17 will oversee a specific appeal you can see all of the verbiage in the rulebook at dirtkarmembers.com. the appeals information is in section 9 that starts on page 16. I think it's also important to note here that this is a very different looking Roth team internally from the Aaron Reitzel penalty from a few years ago. I saw a lot of those comparisons being made as well. But this version of Roth has different crew members and a different driver. So yes, it's Roth, but not all the same people inside the team. I also think it's a very strong possibility that James McFadden himself wouldn't have known anything outside of the rules was going on if this was indeed blatant cheating. A lot of higher drivers are not intimately involved in car setup, so I don't know that I would hold this really against JMac. I also don't think that tire you know, soaking or tire doping or whatever you want to call it is super prevalent in sprint car racing. I had people on both sides, meaning the series side and the team side, say that this was pretty unexpected and it's just not common in the pit area, and I would tend to believe that. I did want to also point out a few things about that specific night at Heavely. From what I know, tire samples were taken from the top three cars, meaning Brad Sweet's 49, James McFadden's 83, and Logan Schuhart's 1S. The other two samples came back clean. And in that feature, McFadden started 14th, he was up to 9th by halfway, and then he got promoted to 7th with the issues for Donnie Schatz and then the dust-up between David Gravel and Carson Macedo. McFadden really started moving forward inside 10 to go, and he was really fast in the closing laps. If you go back and rewatch it, he was able to make up a lot of ground in 3 and 4 on the top when most guys were pretty much glued to the inside wall. And not that this is a massive indictment of guilt, but the 83 was faster each of the last three laps when you compare lap times between he and Brad Sweet. From my conversations yesterday, Pevely wouldn't normally be a track you'd want to prep tires for because it can be pretty rough on them, but like I said, McFadden seemed to be in a different groove late in that feature. Going forward, if Roth loses the appeal, McFadden would drop behind Bill Rose in the standings down to 17th, and the four missed races would make that deficit even larger. It's a fairly devastating penalty, and it's clear the series is sending a message here. As is always the case in racing, the three things you don't want to mess with are tires, fuel, and engines. There are lots of comments from fans about this team remaining on the road full-time with the Outlaws uh, if this does end up holding up, and you have to wonder if them falling off will be a possibility after this. That's not a hole you're going to be able to dig out of come World Finals. This will obviously all depend on how the appeal process goes. Even if the team is eventually found guilty, the penalties levied could be reduced, like I said. So that's everything right now that I know today about this situation. I hate it for JMac because I think he's a talented racer, and this will certainly ding his reputation for a while. They weren't going to win the championship this season anyway, but I think they would have been in factor all season for the top five. Drop your thoughts on this whole thing in the comments section below. Curious what you guys have to say about this. Speaking of comments, I want to update you on yesterday's results when it comes to music or no music from the announcers during broadcast. It's pr- uh, pretty clear that most of you favor music at some point. I thought maybe this would be a little closer, but at last count uh, as I was recording or as I was putting the show together, 140 yes to music votes, votes versus only 36 to no music votes. Those are uh, uh, pretty uh, pretty clear about what you guys want. There was also a fantastic point made in those comments yesterday, too, from Seth. He basically said if there was less downtime during these shows in general, that music or no music wouldn't really matter. And I kind of agree with that. More tracks and series obviously need to do a better job moving programs along. Thanks to everybody who voted uh, yesterday in that uh, little kind of fun poll we did. Uh, one other news item uh, from yesterday, and this one is relevant to yesterday's show topic. While Alex Bowman recovers from his injury, the Alex Bowman Racing Ally 55 Sprint Car will not sit quiet. The team will use driver Jake Swanson as a fill-in for the upcoming high-limit shows. Swanson is known more for his non-wing exploits, which include three wins a year ago with the Extreme Series. He's got two career USAC National Sprint Car victories. He's got six USAC CRA wins and multiple USAC National Midget scores. Swanson is a guy that uh, has been in the Alex Bowman Midgets at the Chili Bowl, so this isn't a super you know <laughs> big reach here for, for Bowman. But looking around the interwebs, it seems as though uh, Swanson doesn't have much in the way of winged experience. But that will obviously change uh, next Tuesday when High Limit goes to Kokomo. I'm going to call it a show right there for today. Feel free to leave uh, any weekend win picks down in the comments section. Let me know where you're headed, what you're going to be watching on the streaming services. you have got the word of Outlaws sprint cars uh, for two nights, USMTS, late model stuff we talked about yesterday, plus a ton of local and regional racing coming up. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel if you want to score some Dirt Tracker merch, grab a shirt, hat, or decal. You can do that over at shop.dirttracker.com. There are no lack of options this weekend across the streaming services, even with some of the cancellations we've already talked about. And there will be more to come, especially in the East. Super rainy today. Uh, We're around 100 items on the streaming schedule through Sunday, so plenty to watch. Uh, To keep up each day, head over to dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good weekend out there. We'll see you right back here on Monday.